The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, everyone. This is The Open Door, Ascended Masters online radio brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And with us today is Reverend and Dr. Narrowly Duffy to talk about a very interesting topic. This is one we um, have not explored as far as I can remember. We've been doing this now for three and a half years. On gemstones, crystals, and the Ascended Masters. Yes. Hi, now, Narrowly. Yes, hi, great hi, Narrowly. to be here. This is my favorite subject. And I, everybody out there uh, listening here, i got to tell you that Narrowly, being the thorough soul that she is, even brought in um, some gems and crystals here. There's a, quite a beautiful collection right in front of us that I wish you could see. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you, you're going to have to imagine, imagine. yes, the, the beautiful translucent yes. quality of these. And one thing I guess I want to say is a setup to yeah. where you're going to take us. Two things I want to say. One is, um, I don't know much about this topic. Mm. I'm just going to be very upfront. This is uh, mm-hmm. truth in advertising. I, I don't know a lot about it, so I'm going to be relying on you mm-hmm. to uh, really you know, lead us along this uh, trail today. And the other thing is that it's probably a truism to state this, but light is an essential quality for understanding, interacting with crystals and gems, because without light, there's not a lot you can experience with a gem or a crystal. That's so, true. having said that, I'm sure we'll come back to that topic um, on mm. numerous, numerous occasions. How did you get interested <laughs> in crystals and gemstones to begin well, with? Well, you know how it is. You, you have a crisis and you have a need. And um, oh. about 15 years ago, I dealt with breast cancer. And somehow, I, while I was going through my treatment, I felt like I needed something to hang on to, <laughs> literally. And uh, so I went into a gemstone store. Um, and I walked in and I just said to the guy, you know, hey, I need something <laughs> to hang on to while I'm going through this. And he said, I understand that. I've been through Vietnam. I... I needed something to hang on to, too. Oh and so um, he just pointed out some different stones that would be useful. And so I just collected them and put them in a little satin pouch and carried them into treatment. And that got me really interested. It's like, what are they doing? How do they work? Why am I drawn to that one and not that one? And then later I'm drawn to the other one. And what do they do and how do they work? And so that's how I got interested. Well, you know, I, I'm sure we're going to get into this some more coming up here. Um, I, For what you said... I'm sure it's probably pretty clear. There's an energetic signature oh, totally. to a stone, and you can feel yeah, that yeah. 
if you're aligned with it. So did you find one in that process that you were immediately yes. aligned with? Yeah, I, I found a number of them. And, you know, I want to talk about those. Sure, okay. But, but the thing is, um, it, it's true. I think they do speak to you. I think they carry a unique energy and vibration. They're found in the earth. The nature spirits form them over probably thousands, millions of years. Mm-hmm, and yeah. uh, whether it's a crystal or a gemstone, and then there's a whole alchemy to it because, you know, you, you might pull it out of the earth and it might not look like much. Even a diamond doesn't look like much until it's polished and mm-hmm. faceted and so right. forth. So it, so it has a lot to do with our own spiritual journey and what we're going through and how we polish ourselves and, you know, <laughs> get rid of the redundancies and so forth. So I think, I think you're absolutely right. I think there's just something about it. And usually they'll kind of speak to you. Like you can walk into a gemstone or a, a jewelry store or something and you go, wow, that's it. I, I have to have that. It wants to come home with me. You, you know, know immediately, yeah. sure. Yeah. So that's how I – I'm, and I have to say as a caveat, I am not an expert either. All I've done is studied and I've listened to Elizabeth Clare Prophet lecture on this. Mm-hmm. She had a beautiful lecture called How to Find the Perfect Master in Crystal for You. And she talked about the spiritual qualities of these stones. And now there's all kinds of things out there. And I think we're just rediscovering what's probably an ancient art. So, so you've been at this about 15 years. Yeah. And you can give our listeners today uh, some way to at least begin to scratch the surface, oh, right? Oh, that's, that's it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you could just pick up any stone, like the amethyst and how fantastic that is and what it does. And yeah. I think if, if, if people just walk away from this show and say, there's the one stone that I really should get a little piece of is an amethyst. And it's very affordable. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, later on in the show, we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about what kind of occupations yeah. certain stones and gemstones are yeah. aligned with. And exactly. I know from knowing you well that you probably have gemstones and crystals all around your house, yeah. your altar, right? Yeah, right. Do yeah, they, we can talk about a personal altar. Do they differ like a snowflake differs from another? Yeah, they're oh. all they're all individual. They're all different. They, they, they might both be amethyst. They, they might, might look similar, amethyst. but they'll have different vibrations. Yeah, and they're all totally different, but the same basic vibration, the same okay. basic energy. Amethyst is transformation and change. Well, and no, alchemy. You, so you, you can charge or recharge yes, crystals. Yes, you can. Yeah. And in fact, you should, Tom, because yeah. crystals come out of the earth, and the earth has the energy records of, you know, there might have been a war or yeah. a famine or something, and, oh, and the earth yeah. feels it. And so if you pull it out of the earth and you just go, oh, I'm just going to plop that on my altar or I'm going to polish that up and wear it, and you're carrying the energy of it. So what you want to do is demagnetize it. Mm-hmm. which means remove the impurities, and then you magnetize it. And you do that through your mighty eye and presence and Holy Christ self. You, we're not the doer. We're just mm-hmm. sure, calling forth right. um, the light. And so you demagnetize um, negative energy, and then you ask it to be charged with positive energies. Because yeah. the great thing about these crystals is what they do for you in a very simple format is absorb negative energy. Now, now That's ho- why you have them around. You're holding your hands in such yes. a way so yes. that you have one... Yes. Uh, like your left hand is facing up, your right hand is facing down, and right. you would put the crystal in. Say I've got this nice piece of rose quartz here. So which okay. she actually my, does, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful. rose quartz heart. <laughs> and so on my left hand, which is the omega energy, uh-huh. that takes in the negativity mm-hmm. or anything that this piece of rose quartz has absorbed. So that's I, I put the stone on my left hand, palm up. I put my right hand here mm-hmm. on top mm-hmm. of it. Right on top and of so it. this is the... Um, the matter 
the, the, the left hand is the matter and the right hand is the spirit. It's alpha, you know, it's alpha omega, and omega. Sure. Okay. alpha and omega, mm-hmm. father, mother, God. And so you can just make a simple call in the name of the Christ, in the name I am that I am. I call for this rose quartz to have all negative impurities removed from it, all negative energy that it's absorbed from the earth or from anybody who was a previous owner or when it was in the shop. And I call for that energy be, to be withdrawn. And then I call for the charging of this rose quartz with the qualities of divine love and compassion and balance and understanding. And I ask for it to be adjusted according to the will of God. Uh-huh. So theoretically what's going to happen spiritually is the negative stuff gets withdrawn, it goes through my heart chakra, it's purified, and the positive comes out in my right hand, and so it's charged. So you wow. should really do that for any piece of jewelry that mm-hmm. comes into your hand, right. any, any stone that you buy anyway. You don't know what's happened to that. Well, you know, you mentioned at the beginning that uh, healing was, in large part, the energy that focused you in gems and crystals. Do you think that's why people, in general, are attracted so. to them? I, th- I, I think I think it's I think it's very true. I think there's an there's an ancient science to this. You know, the the um, the Indians, the Hindus, the Middle East. You know, everywhere has had. Oh, we have you know, birth, jewels we, we and have birthstones. We have you know absolutely. Yeah, the Indians, I, in particular, like turquoise. Yeah. Yeah, turquoise and silver is yes. a, a squ- yeah. squash blossom. Yeah. that sort of thing is. Very- You're talking American Indian. I was actually talking Indian Indian, but, oh, but the okay. same thing. You but know, that's very holy to them. It's yeah. very holy. And so, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think I think it's a, a profound science and mm-hmm. an art mm-hmm. and the more we understand it the more i started to study it and learn it and i would just pick up one particular stone that was drawn to me and then i'd go to this book called the crystal bible and i'd look it up and i'd go oh that's what that does <laughs> that's why i need that right now mm-hmm. i need that quality well in i know my life. In, in my life i've been attracted to different crystals at different times mm-hmm, of my mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. I there's always, a reason i'm sure there is <laughs> yeah <laughs> you want to go into that a no <laughs> <laughs> well i could i could but you know that that's true that um, and, and at different times of our lives, we yeah. need different things. I'll give you a great example. Uh, when I was going through um, chemotherapy and radiation, which is a very fiery, mm-hmm. intense um, oh, yeah. energy, um, I was drawn to jade. And so I would wear jade. And jade has a very cooling effect, so it cools down oh, yes. your body and helps you to deal with uh, the treatment that you're going through. Now, the stone that's the ruby is very passionate and fiery. And for a lot of people, they can't wear ruby. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wear it before I went through treatment. It, it would, like, agitate me. It would upset me. I'd get a bit irritable. Once I went through the fiery treatment and came out the other side, I could wear ruby. Now, do you prefer or, or is there a preference for where the jewel or gem is worn? Yes. Um, yes. Some should <laughs> never be worn. On, on your body, but some should be worn definitely on your body. They can be often over your heart. I think that's why we have a necklace yep. and we put it over our heart. Uh-huh. Um, you can place it on various parts of the body. You can place it on, on, on your third eye, you know, for a period of time in meditation. Um, you can have them, you can hold them in your hands. You know, you can place it on a diseased part. In fact, that's what we do with rosaries, and we recommend that rosaries are made with gemstones and crystals because they can carry more light. And as you pray with your beads and you're saying your Hail Marys, then you take that rosary and you go to somebody who's in hospital and you're sick and you put it on their part of the body that's hurting, Uh you know, that will then, it has its own natural intelligence and it will just release the light as it's needed. Okay, so, um, I mean, I think it's clear we understand that that mm-hmm. gems and mm-hmm. crystals have a healing mm-hmm. capacity that they transmit mm-hmm. spiritual energy. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem to work on the mental yes. and well, emotional. They work, 
Yeah, they work, they work on the four lower bodies. They're very subtle. So they, they happen over time. You know, you won't feel something instant. Uh-huh. But over time, you'll feel mental, emotional, spiritual, and eventually physical effects from it. Most people that are sensitive will feel, wow, I feel the stone and I feel something. When you were going through your own healing journey, mm-hmm. did you feel it immediately? Did you notice it? I did because I was so desperate. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you, when you really have a need, yeah, right. uh, it, it's the, necessity is, is the mother of invention. You, you, stuff gets drawn to you. I think the angels guide you. Your higher self yeah. guides you and says, you know, you, sometimes you just need something physical, just like you need a friend and somebody to hold your hand. I needed something that was very physical. Was, was the mass... Or the quantity of the crystal no, no, important no. at all? No, I had a little patch, and I would put little tiny pieces, you know, a little something that might cost me a dollar, and I'd put Size them in there. Size of a dime if and, you're... And, and all, I had about 10 different stones, and I'd hold them in my hand. I could hold them in my hand. So, in my so you were mixing them together? Uh, just put them oh, together. Oh, okay. And just hold them. Would you, you mind know. letting our listeners know maybe what the three primary ones were? Okay. The, the, if you... The first one would be quartz crystal, uh-huh. which is a pure quartz, and it helps you with joy, with protection, with healing, with harmony. Great. Um, it, it's very structural. Mm-hmm. It also absorbs negative energy. Uh, the next one would be an amethyst because the amethyst transmutes negativity. It, it, it takes away negative karma. It has all those qualities of the violet flame that we've been talking about on this program for a long time. Yeah. And then the third one, I would say, if you're into healing, would be a piece of jade. And a jade is on the fifth ray of healing, and so it has a healing and whole vibration. And we can talk about jade after. Well, we can. I, I, yeah. I, I believe. But those three were the ones that I was drawn to, and so then I added other stuff. Rose quartz, rose quartz, is amethyst, great. and jade yeah. were a good healing cocktail. Yeah. For you, gemologically speaking. Yeah. 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 Or even plain quartz. Really. Even well. plain white quartz. This is fascinating. Yeah. I, I imagine that there how about are other... Emerald? How about emerald versus oh. jade? Um, em- more emerald, powerful? Emerald is, both is stronger. Yeah. It is stronger. Oh, I'd just love to tell you about emerald. Um, it, it's we'll a very, come back to that. It's a very profound stone, okay. and, and uh, it has a number of you know, intense qualities about it. Will we also maybe cover the colored stones yes. as opposed to yes. the transparent uh, yeah. clear stones? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're off to a great start. Oh, yes. <laughs> There's I don't lots. think we have enough time. <laughs> uh, well, we'll do another show. But we'll I think at this show. moment, yeah. we should probably take a quick break. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back for more on gems, crystals, and we'll bring in the Ascended Masters into the equation mm. with Narrowly Duffy. So please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. 
on The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are back. Thanks for staying with us. We are speaking today on the subject of gems, crystals, and the Ascended Masters mm-hmm. with our guest, Dr. and Reverend Nairly mm-hmm. Duffy. And uh, when we started off the show today, we were talking about your journey, basically, as what was it that got you interested in gems and crystals to begin with? And basically, it was your healing journey. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing that, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, at the end of this segment, we were talking about um, what I think it's safe to say would be the three most important crystals, gems mm-hmm. you can own, you know, as a mm-hmm. as a trinity mm-hmm. at the base of maybe using these for healing, for mm-hmm. spiritual energies, etc. And those were the quartz crystal, the amethyst, and the jade. Mm-hmm. Would you mind talking a little bit more about the individual qualities of each of those? Sure. Why well, they're important for us to own them? Right. And and and, a, and I should say that a crystal is like a molecular chalice. Mm. It, it it's formed of certain molecules created by the nature spirits in the earth. And it is able to absorb negative energy and dissipate it, but it can also um, store light and energy and then slowly release it for your healing. So the quartz crystal is used by all of the seven masters who we call the lords of the seven rays, the mm-hmm. seven chohans. And all of them use this one because it's, it's white, it's colorless, and it, and it blends with all of the rays. So the quartz crystal brings discipline, purity, peace and protection. Uh-huh. It dispels negativity and it helps you to bring about joy, a sense of order, a sense of hope and the ability to concentrate, which when you're healing, <laughs> you need all of those indeed, because you're, indeed. you know, you feel like your joy is never going to come again and you can't even hope for healing or you can't even concentrate on what you need to do. So yeah. it's a very stabilizing, very balancing crystal and you just Leave it there. You know, you can carry it or you can just put it on your desk or put it on your altar. Put okay. it near your computer. It helps your computer to work. Okay. Um, now, is there any substantial significant difference between quartz crystal and rose quartz? Yes, there is. Now, rose quartz um, has that pink color, uh-huh. which clues you into the fact that it has to do heart. with divine love and the heart. So, rose quartz is very good at helping you to understand divine love, understand okay. the difference between sympathy, which is going to pull you down, and compassion, which is going to raise you up. Right. Well, the reason so, I bring it up is that uh, I just want to make sure that people are not confused that there's a right. quartz crystal right. and rose quartz are not the same. And there are many different types of quartz. Yeah. Just about any color of the rainbow or mix, you know, there'll be a quartz that will but resonate this, with that. This, this healing trinity, if you will, yeah. is clear. 
Yeah, it's clear crystal quartz. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Now okay. the next one is the amethyst, and it's very important. It amplifies the energy of the violet ray, the ray of change and mm-hmm. transformation. And the understanding of the amethyst goes back a very long way. The ancients believed that it quelled any kind of passion, harmful appetite, desires that were harmful. It helps you actually to control your emotions. Even the intense, deep purple amethyst. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it also imparts dignity. Love, Mm -hmm. compassion, and hope. I mean, who doesn't need that? (laughs) And the Hebrews believed that it could induce dreams and visions. And so it helps you to be sensitive to spiritual influences, higher vibrations, healing forces. So it's great to wear for meditation. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people that are into healing will visualize themselves as being whole. Mm -hmm. And so you need that. You need the amethyst. Uh And what you do is you just put it in front of you, on your altar, in your desk, and even... If you're not ill, but you say a business person mm-hmm. and you're having meetings with people, you just have an amethyst there, and you that amethyst will form a figure eight flow between you and the other person, producing harmful, productive, harm, harmless, harmless, <laughs> harmless, yes. uh, harmless uh, productive meetings. You know, I've also Helpful. heard people say yeah. that they've had benefit from putting it under their bed. Oh, yeah. You can put <laughs> it under your pillow, under your yeah. bed. You can put it at the four corners of the room. Yeah. I mean, if you had an, a feng shui expert, they would be able to tell you exactly yeah. where to put it. But it doesn't matter. As long as you put it somewhere in your home, it's going to be dispelling negativity. It's going to be radiating love and light and peace and harmony and transformation. And um, and it looks like a beautiful piece of art. So you might want to have them scattered around your home, yeah, right? You might. Yeah. Yeah. No. I always wear one. I always make sure I have a an amethyst ring, uh-huh. even if it's a tiny little amethyst or something around my neck. Some, because I think you know we're in this seventh age. We're in the Aquarian age. We're coming into Aquarius. We you know we need the amethyst. I, I got to show you this. I got this in my pocket. I've been carrying this around since the mid seventies. Everybody, lean in close to your radio so you can see this. It's a little thing. I just wrapped them up. Uh, I worked in a, a, a bookstore where we sold amethyst crystals. And oh. when they would get shipped to us, there would be these little teeny pieces in the bottom of the oh, box. Oh, so you put all the pieces I gathered together. them up. I put yeah. them in here. I wrapped tape around it. And yeah. I've been carrying this with me yeah. in this little money thing that I carry. Yeah, well, that blesses all the money that you have. Oh, in your my purse. gosh, it yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always with me. It's always with you. And, so, you know, the great thing about th- this is it, is it. It's the, it's the stone of the alchemist and the prophet, right. and we're all in that sense. Which, of course, leads us to the discussion yes. of which ascended master is most likely to be yeah. the most highly affinitized with this stone. Well, it would be St. Germain. Of course. And he uses, this, um, <laughs> he uses this stone, and he can bless you and help you as, you as you wear it and as you carry it. Well, I think that's a very important word to associate with crystals and gemstones, which is alchemy. alchemy. We are talking about change. And we should uh, also, you know, caution our listeners who are maybe unfamiliar, as, as I am pretty much with this, that the effects of, of crystals and gems are probably more subtle than uh, really obvious, at least yeah, immediately. You know, there's something that they, yeah. they build an energetic field. So they, they build over time. You know, so they're, re- they're be- repelling the things you don't yeah. want, but they're attracting the things you mm-hmm. do want. Mm-hmm. So after, after a period of time, um, you'll go into the room where the amethyst is, say after a couple of weeks, and you go, wow, can feel it. Feel the difference. Feel the difference. Mm-hmm. Feels nice in here. and Or people will walk in, like people walk into my home and go, this feels really nice. Feels like a retreat. And I know it's just some yeah. of the stones and the statues <laughs> that I have around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you try to keep a peaceful atmosphere and harmony and not argue and things like that. But but people can feel that. Absolutely. And, and, and it's gradual. So you can go away on vacation, come back and go, 
Oh, <laughs> hey, it's nice in here. Okay, so now um, kind of getting us back here to this, this uh, mm. again, this crystal gemstone trinity. We've uh, covered quartz Am- crystal yeah. and amethyst, and the third is jade. Jade, yes. What can you tell us about jade? Well, um, it's a very healing stone. It's said to inspire wisdom during the assessment of problems. Which is very interesting. <laughs> so you're, you, you know, you're trying to figure out what healing method to use, or which form of chemotherapy, or which doctor to go with, or which, you know, great. And it's great for anybody that is dealing with any kind of problem. Um, it helps you to balance your needs with the requirements of the day. And who doesn't need balance in this time? <laughs> yeah. Every and now and age. then. Yeah. And, and it helps you to care for that which is the most important. Mm-hmm. In other words, to prioritize. So anybody, you know, a mother with for children or a businessman or, you know, somebody in the marketplace w- would use this stone. It's also known as the dream stone, and it releases suppressed emotions via the dream process. So you might get a very significant message in a dream that you're mm-hmm. having, and you wake up and you go, wow, that really means something. I've got I to focus on this. <laughs> yeah. And, right. and there will be a message there for you, often to do with healing. So it's known for its healing energy, and as a focus of the emerald ray, it's associated with healing and homeless. Wholeness. And now, and there you say something else, and Terry, you brought this up earlier. The color is uh, central to our understanding of the quality of this particular gem. Well, yeah, right? Green is the color yeah, of healing. Yeah, because it, it totally goes with the seven rays. Uh-huh. Right. And the color will clue you in to the quality. Now, what um, chakra mm-hmm. would correspond to, to the this green? green? That would be the third eye chakra uh-huh. for visualization. So the third eye is is the one that you use to imagine, to visualize. It's also the chakra to use to precipitate, to bring something into form. So if you've got this great idea or a business or something that you're that's up there in the theory, but you can't bring it down, you combine the two stones, which is the amethyst mm-hmm. on the seventh ray and uh, jade or emerald on the fifth ray. Uh-huh. And the two of those will help you to precipitate it into the physical because the fifth ray always helps you to precipitate. You know, when we're talking about the association of these um, substances with the ascended masters, I think one particular master that people might not automatically associate mm. with the screen is Mother Mary. Exactly. And um, as a healer, as a, mm-hmm. as a focus of healing, mm-hmm. she's very instrumental. Yeah. Is there another ascended master who's also associated with the green? Oh, yes. The, the, the ascended master, Hilarion, is the great healer. Mm-hmm. Now, he was embodied as St. Paul, mm-hmm. and he is an etheric retreat over Crete, and, uh, you know, near Greece, and he will be the one who will help you with healing, with vision, with music, science, mathematics, you know, if you're a musician. So even though it's all about healing and wholeness, healing the earth, healing mm-hmm. your family, whatever, mm-hmm. um, there can be a very broad segment of the population Indeed. that might be in healing. You might be in the aesthetics, you know, you might be in the spa business, but you're actually in healing. So you could be either on the pink ray, which is, you know, art and artistry and aesthetics, or you could actually be on the green ray, which is healing. Yeah, and I, I would um, also mention that this green ray, this third eye chakra, it um, represents harmony. Yes. And abundance. And abundance. So a green stone in terms of yes. healing your abundance. You know, I mean, Terry, yes. you mentioned having the amethyst in your in your wallet. Yeah. Right. I imagine that having a piece of jade there wouldn't be a bad idea either. That's a great idea. And in fact, an emerald would be better. They say that if you carry a piece of emerald, you will never be without abundance. <sighs> Okay. No so I've got my emerald ring. I, I magnetized it. I borrow, my sister gave it to me. Borrow that for a while. <laughs> yeah, you can, and you can actually get little rough pieces of emerald that are not um, 
you know, not, faceted not, and expensive. So you can get yeah. a, a little tiny piece of emerald that is quite quite reasonable. This would be you an know, example. Yeah, two, three, two, three dollars, five dollars. Now, oh, I don't gosh. know if every community has a gem store, but where would you go to get something like this? Oh, um, <laughs> well, I think just about you know, any large city will have it. And, yeah. You know, Bozeman and a Livingston, they, they each have gems. So you just you just look it up on the Internet, you go find it, and then you walk in and you just let your senses delight you and you just figure <laughs> out what you're attracted to. And that, I, I believe that your higher self will talk to you. Your angels will guide you and you'll just go, I have to have that. What is that? Yeah, that's yeah. what I usually do. And then I read the description and I go, okay, that's why I need that's that. That's why I need that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we find a way to demagnetize yes. it of any yeah. negativity and yep. attune it to our... Yes. Bodies. Okay. Yeah. Well, fascinating, fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. Um, it's time already for oh another break. Aww. we got to take a break, but please stay with us. We'll come back in a short, short time and talk some more about gemstones, crystals, and a bit more about the Ascended Masters and their relationship with these gems and crystals. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, warriors of light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face, and their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You 
are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And thanks, everyone, for staying with us. We are um, being visited today by uh, Reverend and Dr. Narely Duffy, talking about gems, crystals, and the Ascended Masters. Now, before we get back into this, and I, I'm going to do two things here. First of all is to tease segment four, where we're going to talk about diamonds. And I know that a lot of you listening are probably interested to know if um, these, that particular substance has uh, high healing properties, which, of course, we know it does. But uh, whatever else we can also talk about in that realm, I think we can easily mm. use a segment on diamonds yeah. alone. But I, um, as I want to do, looking out for a little bit of good news here and there. And um, just this morning, I came across a, an article. And the, um, the whole idea, the whole co- uh, subject of drones, I'm sure you're all familiar with. You've heard about their uses in surveillance, wartime applications, and various different things. Well, there is a humanitarian effort uh, afoot right now, and I believe it's called MatterNet. You can probably look that up and find out more details about it. But it is a humanitarian application of the drone technology based on the simple fact that over one billion people on this planet are not connected by access, by road access, to the um, population centers uh, of the countries in which they live. They're very, very rural and oftentimes very isolated. So MatterNet is putting together a whole plan, funding this and uh, basically scaling it to approach um, the delivery of medicines, of food, uh, other you know critical elements by drone to these isolated areas of the world. Yeah, you guys kinda, think of that. I kind of <laughs> heard heard about that. You yeah. know, thing, dropping things off. I, maybe popular mechanics touch. On it or well, something they talked like about that. the UPS. I think that was the, it. That was FedEx or UPS wanted to mm-hmm. do it. Well. These people took it one step further, and I think with a lot more consciousness. <laughs> and so they're delivering humanitarian aid oh, in various wonderful. forms um, to people who would otherwise not have immediate access to it. So it's going to be able, uh, it's a way to have people, um, humanitarians, duplicate their efforts by having this drone technology be available for, for doing that. So I just thought that was a pretty cool thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, well. So you're seeing two sides of the coin, aren't you? I tell by your expression. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of people that are against drones, you know. And so, you know, there aren't, there's always two sides to a coin. Well, being against a drone in this particular yeah. application is like being against a bus. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all about the use. It's the use, exactly. It's like That's right. nuclear energy or it's exactly. like anything. It's all about what do you do with it. The consciousness of the people. What yeah. do you do with the light and energy that comes to you every day? Yeah. Well, I had never seen any statistics that showed what the scale of isolation actually is in this planet. Oh. But one billion people represents about 80% of the entire population. So mm. that's that's a lot of folks who are out there cut off from society, mm-hmm. for, for the most part, who may need. Mm-hmm. And who knows, everything from aspirin to... Uh, gems. Gems. <laughs> yeah. Here are <laughs> gems dropped off. Well, that'll, be a, that'll be a popular delivery. <laughs> Just don't stand underneath it. Oh, I wouldn't get anywhere near that. Well, let's get back to the gems and crystals and this whole topic. What are your favorites? Well, I have... Oh, gosh, that's a hard question. But I do have a couple of favorites. Favorites. Um, and one of them is on the third ray, which is Paul the Venetian. So this is artists, designers, beauticians, all kinds of creative people are on the third ray. And he uses ruby, garnet, 
rose quartz and pink beryl. So let me just talk about the ruby because um, I think it can be used for healing Mm -hmm. as well as teaching us how to love wisely. Mm -hmm. It stimulates the heart chakra, which is the most important chakra that we have. Mm -hmm. And it helps you to be loving, nurturing, and bringing in spiritual wisdom and knowledge into your loving. And it's also helpful with health and wealth. It's an excellent shielding stone. A lot of stones are shielding, which means they protect you from negative energy. Like an armor. Like an armor, yeah. Um, And they encourage you to follow your own bliss, your own (laughs) light and energy. And it's said to light the darkness of one's life. So you've got a dark corner. It'll shed light on it and help you to deal with it. Uh It's um, used for the healing of many disorders. And um, it actually helps you make decisions and promotes creativity, expansion of awareness, that kind of thing. And it's interesting the reason I got attracted to it was it actually decreases the length of time required for chemicals and toxins to exit the body. No. And so when chemotherapy, yeah. it's like, I want the chemotherapy out once it's done its job as quickly as it can. Right. So I use the ruby for that. Now, somebody that I know who um, survived leukemia had mm. made a statement about ruby and the ways in which the ruby is connected in some way with blood disorders. They were, it, it, yeah. I mean, the color. Yeah. The so th- ruby that would be color. Why. I mean, yeah, all, all these things. I mean, it, it's almost like native intuition, but there's a reason for it. And, you know, your intuition tells you. Like, it, it's like garnet. Garnet is a, is a very deep red color, and it's a great mm-hmm. shielding stone. And if you're going to a difficult meeting or whatever, you know, wear a, carry a piece of garnet. Wear a garnet necklace. And we can use this to balance passions. Exactly. No, yeah. I don't know if you're going to touch or on anger. it. Dealing with anger. Yes. You talk about shielding, and, and I'm thinking yeah. of breastplates and the, you know, yes. the Old Testament. And are we going to touch on that at some point? I well, mean, I'd was... love to talk about the breastplate of the priest because sure. in biblical times, there were 12 stones on uh-huh. the breastplate of the priest. The diamond, the emerald, the lapis, the jade, you know, certain ones were there. Some of them we don't know what they are. And there's been estimations of 23 different stones from citrine to whatever. But there was a reason that they wore those 12 stones on their chest. It was for attunement. It was to shield them. It was to give them the wisdom to guide the people. I mean, you could just go to town on that. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we just did. On the bus. I got on the bus. You know, a really interesting thing is even in the the Catholic Church um, and some of the other churches, the bishop always wears a ring that's an amethyst. We go back to the kings, the prophets, the alchemists. Okay, can can we... um, Go to the gem and the chakra relationship and maybe have a gem, a chakra, and a master so we can sure. just kind of lay, lay this out for people who are listening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I think that's an important thing that we kind of bring this into a focus that will actually kind of fulfill the promise of the show's title. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of want to do that. Um, but yeah, can you go there? Okay, let me start with number one. Good. The first ray, the master is El Moria, and he helps statesmen, leaders, and organizers mm-hmm. of any kind. And he teaches us the gift of faith in God's will, and it is the throat chakra, which is the power center. Uh And the diamonds, or the gemstones, the diamonds, I gave it away. The gemstones that he uses are the diamond, the sapphire, the star sapphire, and the lapis lazuli. So they're all either white or blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, um, maybe while you're going there, if this doesn't overly complicate things, if there is a particular profession 
it might relate to the gemstone or the crystal that you're talking about. Maybe we can put that in some kind of a context where there's a chakra. Absolutely. There's, a, emerald, there's a, a, a gem or crystalline focus. There's a master. And maybe for people who are in professions, they might want to know which one of them is most likely to be aligned with what they do. So, for example, okay. you were talking about the, uh, the diamond, and we'll cut into this a little bit more in our fourth segment. But there is a place where the diamond is particularly effective for people in certain professions, correct? Yeah, particularly statesmen, leaders, yeah. organizers. For clarity. Uh, anybody is in leadership in anything. You could see CEO, CEO of a company. You're running your own business. I mean, yeah. any kind of leader. Yeah. So the, the uh, crown chakra or the yellow ray mm-hmm. um, is under the Lord Lanto. And these are people who are teaching or educating or philosophers or wisdom seekers right. of any kind. And we're going right. to start, start at the top down, right? So yeah. we're starting with the crown. Crown. And then we'll go down. The, you just so the crown chakra. Mm-hmm. And so he uses sapphire. Any, any yellow stone, a yellow diamond, yeah. yellow sapphire, the topaz, and the citrine quartz. Okay. And the topaz is, is a great stone, a great healing stone and a great source of strength. Good. So then we go from the crown. We just we did the third eye. Well, we'll let's just do the third eye again. Yeah, we just That's Hilarion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the third eye chakra. It's green. Um, it has the qualities of healing and wholeness. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the stones for that are yes. the emerald, the diamond, the jade, and the quartz crystal. Now, the next one is um, going throat. down is the throat, yeah. and uh, that's the diamond, the mm-hmm. sapphire, the star sapphire, the lapis lazuli, and that is the Mouse Moria, the throat chakra, the power center. The power center, yeah. And again, you know, uh, we take this little uh, divergence here. Our practice incorporates a lot of use of the throat chakra in our, in our prayer work, so having a focus for the clarity as well as the power of oh, that chakra yeah. is, is essential. Yeah. What stone would you primarily want to have on your on your person to help you control the the correct use of your throat chakra? It, I think it would be the lapis. Yeah. The lapis lazuli. It's a beautiful blue stone. Many times it's from Afghanistan, and you can tell if it's from Afghanistan if it's got threads of gold through it. And what about a blue sapphire? A blue sapphire would be great Same. too. A blue sapphire, the Buddhists say, produces a desire for prayer and spiritual uh, light mm-hmm. and peace and happiness. And that actually focuses the power of Archangel Michael and the God Star Sirius. So it gives you protection. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we need it's that. It's all working now. We already went now to the heart chakra. We, we've mm-hmm. done the heart, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we're now at the solar plexus. Yeah. And this is the sixth ray. And this is for ministers, nurses, anybody who ministers to mankind's needs. And this is the Ascended Lady Master Nada. Mm -hmm. And she helps you with the gifts of um, tongues and interpretation of tongues. So how to speak to people of any walk of life. So she uses the topaz, the ruby, the alexandrite, Mm -hmm. the diamond with the pearl, Uh and the quartz crystal. So are are there two separate... Um, colors associated with this chakra? Uh, yes, it's the purple and the gold. Uh-huh. So that's why, you know, a little bit of gold, topaz, uh, a little bit of purple, alexandrite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where are we now? Down We're on to the, the sixth chakra. The sixth chakra is the seat of the soul. Uh-huh. This is the amethyst, the diamond, and the aquamarine. And this has to do with... Um, 
the qualities of the soul, mm-hmm. the ability of the soul to speak to one, um, to help one, to assist one. Um, now, and here again, we, we have a, an interesting association with the colors of these stones because they can be anything from a milky, kind of a white, semi-translucent material to a clear material. Is there any preference there for the... No, it's just a matter of uh, what appeals to you. Yeah. You know, it, the clearer it is, you could say the the easier for the light to pass through. That's why the quartz crystal and the diamond are just so, you know, basic. So we come back to personal alignment yeah, again. It and, does. And is that a reason that, that stones are faceted then? Yes, it so is. That, it's, so to, that, it's to amplify the light. Okay. If you have a piece of emerald that's a big chunk, it won't contain as much light or store as much light as if you faceted it and, and made it into this beautiful cabochon. Okay. You know, it's interesting. I've just been thinking about this off and on as you've been speaking nearly, and that is that some of these stones are almost priceless oh. on their size and their how they're faceted, but some are fairly common. Yeah. But yet, in terms of the healing qualities and the ways in which we use them spiritually, they're almost they're all, all on a par. They're on a par because, yeah. th- because it's the molecular quality. You know, if it's the same molecular structure, it doesn't matter how much it costs. <laughs> and that's why St. Germain has provided for us some of the synthetic gemstones that are very, very affordable. And they serve the same purpose. And they serve the same purpose. Okay, well. That's why any of us can really afford an emerald these days. <laughs> oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go to the last chakra last before chakra, we take a break here. Base of the spine. Um, it is the Ascended Master Serapis Bay. It's the fourth ray. And that's purity and discipline. Purity and discipline. <laughs> and architects, planners, anybody, you know, it could be a soldier, anybody who's dedicated to purity and discipline in any undertaking. Mm-hmm. Now, he helps us with the gift of miracles. He uses diamonds, pearl, zircon, and quartz crystal. Now, the interesting thing about pearls is they should be worn close to the skin because they help you develop an even temperament. Pearl. They work on the emotions, yeah. Oh, so that's why all those ladies were wearing strings of pearls. That's why I like them so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so, for that. Yeah. yeah, that was a quick run through all the seven chakras and seven rays and yeah. the seven masters. That's very important, though, because I think yeah. that's the association we want to make sure is clear in people's minds is that these are all part of a conglomerate of spiritual tools from the mentors that we aspire to right. achieve parity with, the ascended yeah. masters, to the tools that they use. Yeah. And these are just as practical as decrees. Yeah. Science of the spoken right. word, anything else we use. Well, they can amplify everything else. If exactly. you wear an amethyst or a diamond or something, there's a reason why we why women wear jewelry and, and men as well. is because it will amplify who you are and what you're doing. Indeed. And it will help you. And the masters can then help you to anchor more light. Well, oh. thank you on that. And you did say the word magic word diamond. We're going to talk about diamonds in the next oh. segment. So please stay with us. Diamonds. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. 
Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are indeed back. Thank you all for staying with us. We are speaking today with uh, Dr. Nerly Duffy on gemstones, crystals, and the Ascended Masters. Mm. And we've covered a lot of ground already, and there's a lot more to cover. There's a lot more to cover. But we did say, and we will fulfill our promise, that we would talk about diamonds. Diamonds. But before we go there, you had made some comment um, as we were going into the break about trying times. Right. And use of crystals and gemstones. And we have to admit that these are many very trying times. So let's see if there isn't an application that we can apply that's very redundant. There's an application that we can think of. <laughs> Watch yourself, buddy. Boy, I, I, r- rented lips. Rented what, what can I say? Sometimes they just yeah. run away from you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, in challenging times, and even just facing the challenges of daily life or in our nation, we can actually use the light of gemstones and crystals to give us additional assistance and increments of energy. And I think it's probably no accident that we're rediscovering gemstones and crystals Mm -hmm. at this time and people are being drawn to them because certain gems and crystals are ideally suited to holding energy. Mm -hmm. And if you wear them, you can actually contain more light in your being than you could just in your chakras and your aura. So it's actually a spiritual tool that you can use. And I think even the fact that there's so much, um, they say that there's so much gold, gemstones, crystals in the mountains, in Mm -hmm. the body of the earth itself, and then can actually hold light and absorb negative energy for us. And as we do our rituals, as we meditate, as we pray, as we give our decrees, Mm -hmm. and as we work with these seven ascended masters, they can use these gemstones and crystals that are still in the earth yet to be discovered to actually hold more light and energy at a time when we really need more light and energy to hold the balance against cataclysm, world war, uh, terrorism, whatever it might be, plagues, the last plagues, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's um, a very deep and profound subject. So more and more people that yeah. walk around and have a crystal and amethyst in their home or wear a diamond or wear an emerald or whatever, there's, there's a profound well, and, quality and to this. As you yeah. mentioned, and Terry, you did too, that you can create and sustain a force field around your home. Yep. Not just in your home, but actually at the four corners of your property, if you will, right. or yeah. as a perimeter so that this focus right. is strengthened, and then we can strengthen it more. Right. Like making, uh, making calls, prayers, right. charging it. 
And, th- and that's what we're doing. As millions of us enter the new age and we call for the violet flame, regardless of what church you belong to or don't, we can pour into that crystal of the planet a tremendous vibration of light that can mitigate and even eliminate returning planetary karma. Wow. So we charge up crystal. Even at your altar, you've got your altar there, right. you've got your big amethyst crystal, you do your prayers, then you leave, and then the amethyst just is quietly radiating <laughs> out its beautiful vibration all through the week, yep. and it's solving problems that you didn't even know that you had, or maybe it's blessing somebody on the other side of the planet. Yep. I mean, there's a great alchemy to this. I love it. Okay, uh, now. Now can we talk about diamonds? Diamonds, go. <laughs> okay. Diamonds <laughs> are a Chila's best friend. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, you told me. Um, the diamond is the energy of the will of God, and it's used by every one of these seven masters, these wonderful ascended masters. It embodies power, and it's actually the highest vibrating crystal on the planet. Mm-hmm. It's associated with kingship, with priesthood, and with power. And when you think about it, when you're standing before your altar, you are a priest or a priestess mm-hmm. of the sacred fire. You are demonstrating the power of the spoken word. Now, in Sanskrit, the diamond is called the Vajra or the spiritual thunderbolt. And it comes from the Greek word adamas, which means adamantine, which means unconquerable. So when you think about a diamond, you could actually cut glass with a diamond. Yes. Um, the ancient says it endows the wearer with strength, with fortitude, with courage. It strengthens the body and the mind. It induces purity and fearlessness. It helps you defend against your enemies. Edgar Casey, you know, the great mm-hmm. seer, said it's good for attunement with infinity. <laughs> and it's the focus of God's will, the diamond heart of Mother Mary. So, I mean, who doesn't need a diamond? We all need one. Or several. <laughs> You're a cheerless best friend. Well, there's no yeah, accident that diamonds are, no. are a way to yeah. uh, show your troth. You know, yes, platinum troth, yes. Yeah, so, the diamond ring is uh, yeah. very ubiquitous. And yet, yeah. it's one of the things you mentioned about emeralds being available now at, affordably. Yes. Diamonds, not so much. Mm. Now, I know that there's a certain de- mm-hmm. degree of control mm-hmm. of diamonds and how many diamonds are available on a market at any mm. given time. Because there are a lot of them. Mm but there are not a lot of them in circulation. Mm. But nonetheless, uh, we, we refer to the diamond shining mind of God. God, exactly. You know, the, the diamond reflects yeah. that level of intensity, yeah. that level of spiritual attunement. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know, spiritually, each of us is a diamond in the making. We're all rough diamonds. We're mm-hmm. all polishing our facets and becoming who we are so that we can reflect even more light. You know, it's funny. We, yeah. we talked about this whole concept of the spiritual path as being as if you're in a bag of marbles yeah. and that you are, are polishing yourself against uh, the abrasion right. of it with others, with your karma, all that. And I think I, that's literally what happens. Yeah, I, I feel so I, I mean, way. I, I think, you know, that I, I'm sure all our listeners could relate to that. We're all being, you know, tumbled. We're all in that bag and, of marbles. And, the, and we're all being having our rough edges polished and we're better for it. But A lot of polishing material is, is emerald, I mean, is... Um, um, gem-based, gem-based, diamond, yeah. grid, you know, the the, yeah. the carbonite things. And you mentioned the fact that yeah. you can use a diamond to cut glass. Nothing else pretty much does, does. except that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I have a young yeah. friend who's um, a gemologist and he does jewelry and he's some, done some jewelry for me. And, and uh, he says it's very fascinating. You can work with different stones and you can feel the energy as you're working with them for, um, you know, a number of hours. You know, you remind me of something I heard um, 
somebody was um, had a job for a while. They were basically taking estates, and they were um, cataloging mm. all the material that they were getting through these estates. These were being donated. They were being mm-hmm. liquidated or something. Mm-hmm. And some people who were working with the jewelry yeah. from the estate were getting sick. Oh. And they didn't realize the connection at first, but somebody just happened to say offhandedly, you know, it might be because you're handling yes. the stones. And that person committed suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Or they were wearing something for 90 years of their life yeah. and absorbing a lot of the personal yeah. thing. So what I'm reason I'm saying this yes. is you can go someplace and find some very fine gem and yeah. jewelry. You might want to make sure you do the demag first Always before you wear it. You know, so. Always demagnetize it. In fact, what we Mrs. Prophet used to recommend is demagnetize it first. Ask for the impurities to be withdrawn. Put it on your altar for a little while. Yes. Do your prayers and your mantras and your decrees. And after a while, your Holy Christ self will tell you, okay, now it's safe to wear it. Now, there's another thing you can do, and that is to connect your gems with a similar, similar gem that has been um, mm. blessed. Mm. Correct? Like we, yeah, we actually do that in our church. We have a, a bishop's ring that belonged to Mark Prophet, a beautiful amethyst. And he told us that we could specifically charge our amethyst with this ring. And it would give you the blessing of your ring, your mm-hmm. amethyst ring or your amethyst jewel yeah. for your lifetime. It was right. only for your lifetime. <laughs> you couldn't pass it on to your relatives because that blessing would be gone. It's just for you. So and it's just a matter of touching. It's a matter touching. of touching. So, so you can't take it with you. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't. You can't take it with <laughs> no, you. No, but, you, you but you've worn it, you've absorbed yeah. it, it's gone into yeah. your body, and you do take it with you. Because really, we can't take any of this with us, can right. we? No. Well, i, I got to say, th- this has been um, a fascinating journey today, <laughs> and I know… A faceted. A faceted, yes. Many faceted. Faceted and Anyway, thank you, Narely, for oh, being with us today to, I enjoyed it. to begin this exploration. I suspect thank we're you. going to be doing part two. Yeah, invite me back. I've got oh, more to tell you. Oh, we, oh good. I mean, literally, yeah. we, you know, no pun intended, we yeah. barely scratched the surface. the surface. But anyway, thank you all for being with us today mm-hmm. on, on this uh, program online. And those of you who want to know more about this subject, um, send us an email. We'll try to find some good sources for you so you can continue your search if you're so inclined. And uh, just in general, this mm-hmm. is a great time, and it goes by so darn fast. Oh, it does. <laughs> it does. This is so much fun. Yeah. Thank you, listeners out there, for listening, tuning in. And mm-hmm. if you have any questions or concerns or want to share anything with us, uh, it's webradio at tsl.org. That's correct. Webradio at tsl.org. And thanks all of you who have been writing us. We appreciate it very much. And as you all know, we do respond. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, as we like to say, though the upward path may be difficult, The rewards are out out of of this this world. world. God bless you, everyone. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.